This call is being recorded. Great morning to each of you. We're going to be getting started shortly. I want to welcome you to this morning's power call, God, Goals, and the Grind. We'll be getting started in just a moment. Great morning. Good morning to each of you. We're about um, two minutes in before we start this morning's power call. Give the ladies a few more minutes to get on the line, and we'll be getting started shortly. Thank you so much. Hey, great morning to each of you. I see people are popping in as we speak. Um, we're about one minute before the call. Um, thank you so much for joining me on today's Power Call, God Goals in the Grind. I will be getting started in about 30 seconds or so. Let's give the ladies a little bit more time to get on the call. Again, great morning to each of you. Thank you so much for being a part of this morning's empowerment call. Uh, this is Nicole Bird, your master coach, and if this is your first time connecting with me on this power call, uh, what I do, I want to give you a little bit about what I do. I support women and leaders, uh, entrepreneurs of the faith to help them build their confidence, influence, and find their focus in the ministry and or the marketplace. And so today, I am excited to share with you part two of my summer series, God, Goals, and the Grind. Hey, listen, this series has been created to get um, you on fire, get you pumped, get you inspired about moving to the next level in your business and or your ministry. So I welcome each of you to today's call. 
I ask that you get your coffee, get your notebooks and or your digital devices so you can take notes. And we'll get started in just a moment. I'm going to do some muting here to make sure everybody's muted on the call. I'm going to do that. There's someone that just joined us. For some reason, I can't mute you, but if you can mute your line for me, you would mute your line for me. Good morning, Chris. This is Chris. Good morning, Chris. Welcome to the call. If you can go ahead and mute your line for me. I tried to mute everyone, but it was unable to mute. If you can go ahead and mute your line, those of you that are joining now, you can mute your line, and we'll get started in about five seconds. Okay, great. Thank you so much, women of God. I hope you are inspired and pumped about today's call. As I mentioned before, you can go ahead and get your coffee. I have my water here. I've been up since about 5 a.m. this morning, excited about what we're going to talk about today. So you can get your digital devices or your notebooks so you can take notes, and we're going to go ahead and start our content for the day. Listen, I want to make sure you hear me when I say this, that I don't care what it is that you're doing in the earth, what God has assigned for your life, um, but you have to know that God is the foundation of all we do. Um, And we cannot expect movement and or success in our lives separate from our faith in God. Um, That the word of God for us is the foundation that keeps us anchored. Um, It keeps us focused. Someone there, can you put your phone on um, mute for us? I'm going to try to mute everybody again. Does that work? That is working. Okay, I will continue on our way. Um, As I mentioned before, I, I want you to know that it's important that God is the foundation of all that you do. Um, You cannot expect movement. You cannot expect success in our lives, in your life, um, separate from your faith in God, that you must know that the word of God for us is the foundation. It is the foundation by which we do everything. It is our anchor. It keeps us focused, as I mentioned before, and it keeps us inspired. And so in today's call, I wanted us to dive a little deeper in this idea, um, the process uh, for seeing um, manifestation in your business or ministry happen. God goes and the grind is a framework that I believe that God uh, wants to use for our life, for our business, and or our ministry. And so each component of this, this framework that I've created, gives you a blueprint of a movement on how you should be approaching your day-to-day. So before we get into the deeper part of the content, I wanted to walk through those components with you. Um, When we speak of God, we're speaking that God is the spiritual driving force in your life. God is the spiritual driving force in your life. He alone keeps you grounded. He alone keeps you focused. 
And it is very important, women of God, that your spirit stay aligned to heaven's plan for your life. It's important that 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 you stay aligned with what heaven is doing in your life. And the only way that you can do that is daily study in God's word, um, consistent prayer, and of course, meditation. So the component God, I'm speaking of God, he is the foundation. He's the spiritual driving force in your life. And then there are goals. There are your goals. We talked about this in the last call. Goals are dreams with deadlines. Goals are dreams with deadlines. They are the action steps that get us to our uh, destined place. They are they are daily steps that we must take. Um, there are daily steps that we must take. They are intentionally set. They are intentionally set. They are strategic. They are strategic in nature. They are strategic in nature. So we don't set goals just to set goals, but they're intentional. They're intentional. Um, they keep us focused on what's ahead. God himself sets goals for the universe. Remember on last week, we talked about that God has a goal that all of us would attain a relationship in Christ. And likewise, we must emulate his order in his way. His order in his way sets atmospheres and climates for us to receive the abundant life that Christ died to give us. And then there's the component grind. We talked about God being the spiritual driving force. Goals, their dreams with deadlines. And then we talk about the grind. The grind, when I say the grind, I speak to your ability to activate what God has placed in your heart. So your grind, ladies, is your hustle. It's it's what you believe God has said about your life in action. It's your response to what you believe God has spoken. It is it is it is practical and it's intentional movement in order to bring your dream to pass. So that's our framework. God goals and grind. It's our daily approach to making things happen. And so as we move on. We understand that a foundational truth of anything you desire to create, I don't care what it is, anything that you want to birth out in the in the earth of what you believe God has said um, in your life, there is a need for you to have a divine and ordained vision. You must have a divine and ordained vision. God himself sows the seed of vision into the heart of a woman, Right? And so he gives us a burden, if you will. He gives us a dream. And when he gives us a burden or a dream, um, there's an expectation that we partner with him to walk in faith to see that plan happen. So that seed, when I speak about the the seed of vision, it's not just any ordinary seed, but it is a seed set forth, write this down, it is a seed set forth to save a remnant, not an ordinary seed. When I speak of a remnant, I'm speaking um, from the concept that God assigns a group of people to your life for you to help them experience breakthrough in areas that they may be struggling. So that seed, that vision from God, in other words, is the answer to a problem. It is sent in the earth as a response to a need that has been foreseen by God. God uses people. He uses us, ladies. 
to manifest answers to real-world problems in the earth. Your seed is not ordinary. It's, it's an answer to a problem. This seed is powerful. Um, this seed is strategic. It's ordained by God. It's a, the seed itself saves lives. The seed saves lives. So, so what's your role in this? How do you play your part in this strategic plan from God? Your assignment in the earth, first of all, is to create space where you seek God for revelation of purpose. You have to create space. You have to find space where you are seeking God for revelation of that assignment, of that purpose. And then most importantly, you have to have patience in that process while you're awaiting the deposit of the seed, right? So in that, you receive a revelation from God. You get purpose and vision from God. You're impatient. You're patiently waiting the deposit. And then when you receive it, you have to accept the seed that God is depositing. What I mean by that, there are times that I believe as, as women of God, there are things in our heart, desires, ambitions, goals that we in ourselves want to meet that we want to make happen, but we know the word of God teaches us that there are many plans in the heart of man, but it is the plans of God that will prevail. So when I say you must accept it, you have to accept and embrace the seed that God has sown for your life and not go your own way or your own direction, right? Got that. So you must accept. Then and only then can you start to work in partnership with God and, and people, because God will surround you with great people to help you bring the God-given plan to fruition. So do we get that? Your part in this is to seek God for revelation of the purpose, the vision, the assignment, uh, be patient in the process in awaiting for the deposit of the seed, and then your assignment is to accept and embrace the seed or deposit that God brings your way. Got that. Hope you're getting what I am speaking into your lives today. And then and only then you can work in partnership with God. So the seed, the seed is your divine acknowledgement of your kingdom purpose, right? It is God's confirmation. When you get that seed, when you get your assignment, it is God confirming that he's setting you apart for his agenda, right? What you do with the seed, now get this, what you do with the seed is up to you. But what you don't do with the seed can impact lives of the people around you and people you may never even meet. Right? So what you do with the seed, yes, it's up to you, but there are lives at stake when you don't walk in and embrace what God has given you. So your discipline, this is where we got. Um, to get, ladies, we got to get disciplined in seeking God for wisdom in your business. Last week, last call, we talked about setting specific, challenging, and fake goals, and that this is the process you can use to develop and grow your seed, to grow your vision. And so I have three things in that framework that I want to discuss with you on this morning to help you develop that seed, the vision, the assignment, your purpose that God has placed in your heart. And I want to show you how you can get to the next level in your goals 
and how you can practically carry out every vision God has ever ordained for your life without experiencing too much delay. So first, the first thing we must do, we must make it habitual. It has to be a habit in spending time with God daily. And that, get this lady, nothing in your everyday planning should interrupt this flow. Nothing. This is your lifeline. This is your source. It is how you function. This is where your favor, this is where your favor, get this, this is where your favor in your life resides. When you make it priority to spend time with God. And you must make it an absolute part of how you live your life, right? Uh, the psalmist um, in the scripture 119, Psalms 119, 105 says this. He says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And so the psalmist here is using the lamp to help you women of God to understand God's principle that he is the one that provides light for you to see where you're going. That the lamp, God himself, provides clarity and gives you clear direction. And so it lets us also see that if there's anything in the way, if there's anything that hinders you, right, from getting to where, getting to your destination where God has for you, God is going to shed light on that situation. So God's word, when we talk about spending time with God daily, making it a part of your everyday plan and not letting anything interrupt your flow, God's word is your source of direction for your life, your ministry, and or your business. Whatever it is you believe God has called you, God's word is your source of direction. And as a leader, this is one commitment you should never break or compromise. And get this, anyone, anything who strives to interfere with your relationship with God has to be removed from your life. You got to remove it. There's a scripture found in Ephesians 4. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Here, the scripture is speaking to things that can hinder your destiny. These things include sin, include people, places, bad habits. These things delay your destined place and interrupt your God flow. So in order to get to the next place to carry out the vision, in order to get to the next level to achieve those goals you set, right, you have to make it your discipline that every day you're spending time with God. Why? Because God's word is your source of direction for your life, for your business, for your ministry. God's word is your lamp. It's the way that you can see which way you're going and how you stay on course. So now we move in our next part of our framework, your goals. Last week, as I mentioned before, we talked about setting challenging, specific, and faith goals. And of these goals today, I want you to write this down. When you set those goals, whether they're challenging, they're specific, or they're faith, faith goals, goals that stretch you, you must set goals that motivate you. You must set goals that motivate you. These goals are goals that not only are important to you, but they support and undergird the things that you value. 
if the goals that you're setting, you set goals this week, if the goals that you're setting, excuse me, are not relevant to you or they make you bored or you cannot see why you're doing it or you can't see how it's going to help you achieve, help you get to your next place in God, then there's a great possibility that you won't make an effort to push yourself beyond your limits to make those goals happen. So goals, when we set goals, we want to set goals that motivate us, but we also want to set goals that are intentional. If it does not fit, if the goal does not fit in the overarching scope of your plan, if it does not impact your plan, if it doesn't provide momentum or movement for your plan, again, like those hindrances I talked about that keep you from the promise, you must remove it. Um, one thing I think um, most of us do as as ladies of faith, we tr- incorporate opportunities that keep us busy, but not things that keep us productive. And as a leader, we must be intentional about being productive in our lives. The word of God teaches us that he wants us, he has a desire that we produce fruit. And when we produce fruit, I think it's around John 15, 8, this brings great glory to the Father. So there's, write this down, there is a direct correlation between your productivity and God's glory being revealed in your life. So when you're producing, when you produce, you are more like God. As a matter of fact, you are more like God when you're producing. You are created to produce. You are a producer, right? And these goals help you create a roadmap, a roadmap to that success, right? So when it comes to your goals, we're in the framework, we're talking about goals. We're talking about that goals need to be intentionally set, that they must motivate you, that they must fit in the scope of your plan. They must provide movement for your plan, and it should be less busy work, more productive work. But I have this question I want to ask. When it comes to your goals, do you think size matters? The size of the goal, do you think it matters? I will say yes and no. I say yes because if you are accepting the vision, the seed that God has planted, and God is the one that's facilitating the vision, everything that that you're doing, all the goals are going to be God's size because everything God do is big, right? So I would say yes, size does matter. They stretch you. Um, it it allows you to rely on God more when it's something that is bigger and beyond what you can do in your own right, right? So I will say no when the goals that you set make no intentional or apparent impact on your overarching vision. So size does matter, yes and no. And so we've talked about the importance of God, God being the source, your direction for your life, when we talk about our goals, we talk about goals that motivate us. Uh, we talked about um, productivity versus being busy, um, how you are created to be a producer, that God's glory is revealed. As a matter of fact, the Word of God says when you produce much fruit, um, it brings glory to God. And so the third part of our framework is the grind. The work of your hands, ladies. When you, when God gives you something and um, 
you respond to it. What you're saying is that, God, I believe what you said and spoken over my life. And so having a daily persistence to take practical steps in your goals, no matter what the cause, separates you from being ordinary and extraordinary. It separates who you are in God. And so your ability to grind, to hustle, will set the tone and the pace for your dreams. Um, for some of us, um, the grind, the way you respond in practical application is the measurement for your passion about what you believe God has said, about the seed that has been deposited in your heart for the work God has called you to do in the kingdom. Grind brings you to the core of what you believe. Your grind, your practical application, your, your movement, it stretches you. Um, yes, um, sometimes it can be intense, but this is the place, this is the spectrum, if you will, where, where you see your results happening. This is where you can see your harvest unfolding from what, what, what was planted in your heart. It's the work. The grind is the work. And it can be difficult at times, but it, at the same time, it's rewarding. The grind, it is the place, it's the realm where Mistakes happen, but lessons are learned. The grind, it, it, it tests um, the, authentic, the authenticity um, of what you believe. Um, in other words, will you stop if they tell you no? Or will the no provide energy, provide momentum for you to intensify your efforts to run after the yes? Right? The grind, yes, it can be chaotic. It can be sometimes create confusion but it can also bring revelation. And the grind, this is important. The grind, if you allow it, can be contagious. What I mean about that is that those around you, those that you are leading, when you hustle, when you set the pace for your business or your ministry, they can see the skin you're putting in the game. And when your team sees that, it creates movement for your greatness. Right, it creates movement for your greatness. Leaders go first. We know that they they demonstrate your job as a leader is to model God working in your life. Um, leaders denounce any anxiety because they are risk takers. They are people of the faith, and they are determined to keep going no matter what because of the vision or the seed that is burning on the inside of them. And so, leaders when they're grinding, when they're hustle, hustling, when they're putting in the work, they see problems as opportunities. They, they foresee, they, they keep their eyes on that which is ahead. They, they become stubborn about the vision. But more importantly, write, write this down, they trust the process. For a leader that is grinding, that is hustling, that is focused, they, they, giving up is not an option. Giving up is not an option. And that resilience trickles to the body of their business or their organization, thus producing a high-performance team. So if you allow it, the grind, the work you're putting in, the response to the seed that has been sown in your heart, your vision, it can become contagious and build momentum for your team. You got that? 
So the grind is the power within, the power that you have within that manifests that which was spoken over your life. That's the grind. I'm, I'm talking about our framework, God, goals, the grind. This framework, as I close today, is something that I believe will help you structure your life in a way that would allow you to endure the process. Um, God goes in the grind, the framework. It gives the woman, it gives us as women a blueprint for creating the life that you desire and that God desires for you. This is your framework. This is your framework. And so I will be using, um, I want to put this out in the atmosphere. This is the framework that I'll be using in my upcoming leadership 90-day um, intensive um, I don't know who this is for today, but someone may be listening, and there's a vision, there's a seed that has been deposited in your life, and you are struggling with expressing it. You're struggling with the manifestation of it, understanding what steps you need to take, the core process that you need. And so I believe God has allowed me and given me an assignment um, to take a, a group of 12 women. Um, I have a few spaces left, but we will be using this framework to build, to create, to launch their next big thing. God is the foundation, it's direction, it's the source, the goals, creating challenging and faith goals, goals that stretch us, and the grind, putting the practical application in, putting the work in daily to see God's promises come to pass. We're using this framework, and the benefits of this program is, is the value and the weight that it's going to carry with the women that bring their expertise to the table. Um, so there's a networking opportunity, opportunity and then the mentoring, coaching um, that you'll get from me um, beyond um, the faith foundation. I'll be teaching you how to build your focus, how to find your influence, um, how to um, – Put the God factor on what you're doing. I'll be coaching you in that. But not only that, you'll get from me strategy. You'll get from me the business development, the ministry development. I have experience in, in marketing and communications. And I will show you how to create a funnel, a, a sales funnel. A, um, I'll teach you how to create email campaigns, campaigns. But all of that is what you'll get. That's just a cherry on what you on top of what you'll get, but most importantly, I want to make sure that you get the confidence you need to lead out, that you understand that it's important that every day you must be connected to God um, through prayer and meditation and studying his word. And then I want to help you align all those things so that you can see the thing that God has called for you to come to pass. And this, this course, it starts Monday. It's being delivered online and in person. So if you're local, there's face-to-face -face meetings twice a month. Um, and so if you're in Houston, we'll meet face-to-face. -face. If you're not, of course, I have an online option for you. As I mentioned before, I have some spaces available. If you are interested, write this down. Um, I have a scholarship. Well, I think I have two more scholarships available, $100 scholarship. The class is $300. I have a $100 scholarship available. What I need you to do, if you're interested, you need to go to link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. -E. It's link tree, but there's a dot in between 
the T-R and the E-E, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Well Living Life, W-E-L-L, Living, L-I-V-I-N-G, Live dot org. If you go to that um, Linktree forward slash Well Living Live dot org, you can register there. Um, as I mentioned before, there is a cost, but I have certainly a couple of um, scholarships that someone's donated. So if you're interested, I have a few spaces left. You can tap into um, that opportunity, um, or you can go to my Instagram. If you're not a part of my Instagram following, you can go there. There's a link in my bio. Just click that, and you can get the information. But again, I wanted to say thank you so much for each of you who took our time to join in today's call. Amazing time for me to download to you what I believe God is saying to women of the faith who want to intersect what they believe about God into the ministry and the marketplace. I want to help you do that. Um, I want to show you how I do that using this framework. Oh, I failed to mention that you will, it, those individuals that are a part of this um, will get a leadership planner. Um, these have been created by me. They're in production, um, and we'll be getting those soon, but they are custom for this 90-day um, course. Each week you'll have challenges. Uh, each week you'll have sessions. Um, each week you'll have opportunities to engage with me on one-on-one um, coaching opportunities. So it's an amazing opportunity for me to come together and just download what I believe God is doing in the lives of women entrepreneurs and those women faith ministry leaders. I want to get there with you, spend time with you, walk with you through the next 90 days so you can be a part of that. So as I end this call, I want you to know that I am praying for you. I'm praying for the power of the Holy Spirit to be with you, that the anointing of God will be with you. Let me pray for you, and then we can close out today's call. A great eternal Father, we, we bless your holy and righteous name today. I pray for every woman that had the, the, the gall and the courage to tap in on this line, to hear from you as it speaks to you being the source and direction of our lives, that, God, you are the foundation. And, God, we can't live separate. We, we can't carry out any agenda unless you have deposited a seed of vision and greatness in our lives. And, Father, that we cannot allow anyone to interrupt our God flow. That means that our daily meditation and prayer and devotion with you cannot be compromised, but it must be priority. I pray for every woman on this line, Father, that you have given their Father, many hats that they have to wear. Some of them are mothers. Some of them are wives, oh God. Some of them are leaders in the marketplace and in the ministry. And I just pray that, God, that you would just hover over them, that if there are some of them that have grown weary, that some of them um, that are still seeking revelation of purpose, that you would breathe upon their spirits and give them what they need, God, so that they can carry out the plan that you have for their lives. Father, I pray that you would encourage them, that you would give them the boldness of Deborah to walk out on the thing that you have called them to do in this season. Father, I pray for that woman that may have been discouraged on this week based on something that someone else has said. Father, I rebuke the hand of the enemy that wants to interrupt what you want to do. I rebuke the hand of the enemy that wants to create um, uncertainty in the life of the woman of God, God, that you can still use her in this season. So, Father, I pray even now that you remove any interruptions, God, any hindrance, any obstacles, God, anything that will 
conflict a woman from doing what you've called her to do. Father, I pray for each and every woman on this line. I pray that your favor, your mercy, and your grace, and your compassion will go with them. That the benefits that you said that you load us with many benefits each day, that you would download it to them. Father, that the wisdom of God that you said that we can have if we generously ask for it will come their way. And the scripture that you gave us on today, that you are a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, that you will show them clear direction. God, let them see what the spirit of the Lord has for them in this season. Father, I speak these things over their life, and I declare and decree it for this season, that the thing that you have spoken into their heart shall come to pass. It's in Jesus' name that I submit this prayer, and I thank you for it. Amen. Thank you so much, women of God, for taking out some time with me today. I pray and hope the rest of your weekend is amazing and productive. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day.